can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Everybody, and welcome to Testing Thursdays with Wayne. Good timing, Wayne. Good timing. And I hope everybody's week was okay. Uh, mine was fine. We have beautiful weather here in, in the uh, Choppa, Maryland area. Absolutely gorgeous outside, low 80s. It's right to have your lawn mowed weather. Um, what I'm going to talk about today, I know it's, it's kind of weirdly off subject, but it's it's something that I'm experiencing right now, and that is retirement. What the hell is retirement? Um, I retired officially from Taylor Technologies back in mid-September of last year. Most of you know that or now know it. And that was after 31 years of working for that company. And doing everything that was involved with my position at Taylor, which primarily meant going around the country and teaching classes at trade shows and other venues, uh, attending um, uh, things like uh, World Aquatic Health conferences and um, the teaching at, at health departments. Uh, yeah, you name it, I did it. Even went international a couple of times. I've taught up in Canada. I taught a um, basic CPO and an instructor's course uh, in Brisbane, Australia, uh, a number of years ago, about 10 years ago now. So I've been all, been all over, I guess you want to call it. So here comes September 16th. I retired from Taylor. Yay, yippee. You know, no more stuff. Well, with, within, I'd say, a month-ish of retiring, I became more busy post-retirement than I was actually working. <laughs> um, I became involved with um, Talking Pools, this group, uh, doing the podcast. Rudy very uh, nicely asked me if I would join the team, and obviously I have. Uh, that's why you've been listening to me for a while. I also uh, became part of something called Integrity Consultants, uh, and that's a group that provides business consulting services around the country. Yes, this is an ad, I guess. Um, sorry, Heather. <laughs> or yay, Heather. One of the two. Um, and I do 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 that. But the other thing I do also is is obviously teach CPO and, and part of the CPO instructors group. Uh, I know I've talked about that in maybe the last podcast, maybe the one before that. But what I have been doing for um, CPO, the program, is teaching a lot, a lot, a lot, more so than I've ever taught before. Uh, it's a good thing. 
And um, it's not necessarily a good thing because I'm working. <laughs> I thought retirement was you didn't work. Retirement means you just lay around for a couple of weeks and then your wife yells at you to get out, get your ass off the couch and do something, which <clears throat> my lovely wife did, did not do directly. Um, I've been teaching CPO quite a bit, um, mostly of all places in New Jersey. And one, it's nearby. And me and two, a good friend of mine, John Trulio, um, of, um, a now retired instructor, a CPO instructor, and graciously gave me his classes that he taught in Jersey. And I've had the, the pleasure of going up there twice now, and my third time will be next week to teach a class in Wildwood, of all places. Um, and... I'd forgotten how much fun teaching a CPO class is, particularly when it's in person. I'm not a big fan of virtual classes. Um, understand the need for them. I get it. Um, but nothing beats standing in front of a group of people and um, and teaching and talking and having conversations and, you know, good communication, things of that nature. Uh, that That's that's a, such a benefit for a teacher and the students too, because you get, I think, more out of a class in person than you do virtually. But anyhow, I digress. Then, of course, I'm part of the, the group of people that teach people how to teach the instructor's course. I'm doing that right now virtually, unfortunately. And that usually happens twice a year, uh, once in the spring. And then once in person, usually in correspondence with the uh, World Aquatic Health Conference or um, the international show. I know that there will be an instructor's class in Vegas. I'm just not quite sure of the dates yet because they really haven't been announced so much. But the, an instructor's course is, is, a, is a big deal. And uh, we, we teach people how to teach the course. And if you are a current CPO, and you think this might be interesting, you know, look into it. Pop me an email. I'll look at the PHTA.org website. There's a lot of information about it there. Tell you a little bit more about it. Um, but I also, with PHTA, part of a group of people called the CPO Advisory Group. I've been that for a couple of years now. And what we were given the task to do was to rewrite pretty much the CPO manual. And the PowerPoints that go along with them, because for years they were hopelessly, well, I won't say bad, just a lot of them were out of date, uh, out of order, um, talked about stuff that isn't even sold anymore. Uh, the PowerPoints were old and, and kind of difficult to understand. So a group of, of about 15 of us across the country got together and decided to to finally say okay let's this is within our purview as as this group um, works through things let's do it and th this was not an easy task and, and I applaud everybody who was on the group with me um, you you know who you are and you know what we all did we also know what we didn't do but um, for the most part I think the manual is uh, is pretty much solid along with the powerpoints that go along with it. Now, for those of you who aren't certified pool operators, too, uh, it, it's 
in the last podcast, I talked about the benefits of of education and certification and things like that. So I'm not going to, you know, beat a dead horse to death or anything or pour salt in the moons or whatever it's called. Um, but if you are a, a CPO, um, you know how, I won't say difficult, but how intense the class was. Because even though the exam is open book, open anything pretty much, um, it's still not an easy class to take. A lot of the questions have to do with math. People can freak out about math. Um, I, I've seen people freak out about math in a class. Uh, so you have challenges as an instructor, as a teacher, to to get this information across. Um, so, you know, here I am in retirement. I'm teaching CPO. I'm teaching people how to teach CPO. I'm part of this, uh, this advisory group for, for PhDA for CPO. I'm doing a podcast. I'm I'm uh, talking pools. I'm involved in business consulting. I mean, damn boy, you you're supposed to be retired, and not working. <laughs> I just went to my my south of the Mason Dixon accent. Uh, so you know, is there really such a thing as retirement? I, I guess the word exists. Um, I know I I don't feel retired. There are days in which. I call them do nothing days. Literally, I do nothing. Uh, it's more of recuperation than anything else. But I am busier now than I've ever been before. And staying busy, staying active, staying involved, I guess is the best word, um, benefits not only me, obviously, but anyone I would happen to have the privilege to teach in a, in a classroom setting. Um, I know that there's a number of different organizations out there that provide education of some kind. Um, don't need to name them all here. We all kind of know what they are in the industry. Uh, some are very good. Some are, eh. some are, why did they even do this kind of, kind of deals? But it's education. Um, and I, I can't stress hard enough how important education is. And I know everybody that's involved with the Talking Pools podcast um, will agree with me on this one, that that educate, learning something that you've never known before or learning something that will cause you to do something a different way that you've done before that might be a little bit more efficient and economical for you. The benefits just just outweigh the, the time constraints. Now, I know we're kind of gearing up into the busy season, especially, you know, seasonal pools. I mean, it's, what, April 12th, according to my calendar on my laptop, and it's right now 82 degrees outside um, here in Mar here where I am in, in central Maryland. Um, unusually warm, but still not quite pool opening weather. Uh, real close, some pools. I know some, some neighborhood pools, um, residential pools, I've seen them. I've seen the people take the covers off and drain the water, treat the water, or whatnot. Um, I haven't seen any of the public pools in my immediate area be open yet. Uh, there was one that was open, but um, not to the public. Uh, they were in there actually scrubbing. Uh, they had drained the water and they were uh, probably doing some kind of an acid wash or cleaning or something uh, to get it look pretty uh, for for the season, for the upcoming season. Um, 
So where, where am I going on with this rambling? Uh, one is to fill up time. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but the other is to to kind of here, – here's dad talking. Dad says, you know, don't look askance at having to take a class on something. Um, taking that class can support your knowledge. Taking that class can improve your knowledge. Taking that class can help you in your job as far as efficiency and, and economy is concerned. Um, and you might actually be able to teach something new to somebody else. So it's, it's the hand, hand-me-down system. You know, I do this for you, then I'll do it for somebody else, and they'll do it for somebody else. That, there you go. That, it's, it's that kind of feeling. But you, you want to uh, be aware of, of what classes are out there. Now, I know that uh, PHTA offers a lot of courses. Um, some of the uh, um, uh, retail stores do that have many locations. Uh, some of the larger manufacturers do. Uh, you've got Watershape University. You've got Genesis. You've got a couple other groups that provide education. And the, the again, the important thing is is that they provide education. Um, some cost, yes. Some are free. Take advantage of the free ones. Um, and you just might get something out of it. You know, open that book. Crack that book. Um, let's let's see what's new in the industry. Now I've been I've been doing this for forty years, and I know how to do this. Well, maybe you do one way, but maybe there's a better way, a more efficient way, an easier way to do it. And you're not going to find that out uh, unless you look it up. You, you take a class at a trade show or you know a locally sponsored uh, class. Um, do it. To, go, go out of your way. Take the time. Um, okay, again, it's coming up to seasonal pool time, so I know everybody's gearing to be a little bit on the busy side, but you've got to be able to um, um, squeeze in some time to learn. Uh, it's, it's, it's that critical. Uh, even virtually, you can do it nowadays. Again, even though I don't like virtual stuff, for the most part, this is virtual. Um because of the necessity of it being virtual, but it's more important that you actually take the class in some way, shape or form, or take a class in something. Now I know that, that um, not pool and spa industry wise, but uh, I know that many community colleges in, in the country uh, offer classes for people to take free of charge. Uh, particularly those of us who are over the age of 65, uh, <clears throat> say how much older, but um, they're free. And, you know, now these classes can be something as simple as like pottery 101 or something like that, but it's still learning. Uh, it's learning something. And if you're still active in the industry past what we what would be considered a, re, a decent retirement age, a normal retirement age, then I very strongly recommend that you look into to these courses um, and 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 see what's out there, see what's available. You know, you just might actually learn something. Um, I know that um, the people that I share uh, the Talking Pools platform with um, share my feeling about education. 
uh, particularly Rudy and, and Heather and Kelly and Dan and the guys out in Australia. Um, we all understand and support and realize the need for a strong um, educational uh, uh, push within the industry because too many things are taught wrong. I mean, the stories I get and, and indirectly and directly from people who say, well, yeah, I started with this guy servicing pools about 10 years ago and he taught me how to do something. That's why I do it that way. Turns out what he was taught was wrong. So he was getting wrong answers or, you know, the equipment wasn't working right or something like that. You know, that that's kind of, that's kind of important because if you don't know what you're doing, why are you doing it? You know, and when it kind of comes down to that. Uh, and if you don't know what you're doing and don't take the steps to learn the right way to do something, why, you, again, why you, are you even doing it? Just because you're doing it one one way by told you by somebody doesn't mean it's the right way or the correct way or the the appropriate way. You You have to be able to understand why it is what you're doing and being and be able to explain to the customer why they need somebody who has that expertise um i forgot who it was who did this and i'm probably the again the, the brain is a little fried today um but one of the magazines did a did did a survey of, of residential owners this was a long time ago. And they asked them, uh, you know, do, do you think your, your service person knows what they're doing? And the, if I remember correctly, the answer was, no, we don't think they know what they're doing in about 55 to 60% of the case of the people who answered it. Wow. <clears throat> That's a lot of people. So you know, if you don't think they know what they're doing, why are they why are they still doing it for you? Have, why haven't you switched or done done it yourself or or whatever? Um, that's kind of significant numbers there. So you you kind of think, well, geez, you know, I've, I spent all this money every month that for them to come out and just you know dump some chlorine in the water. Well, yeah, in some cases it probably did, but you know, there there's even courses classes for homeowners to um, to take, to learn like the basics of the industry and the basics of how to take care of your pool. Nothing makes me more happy than to see something like that being offered and better yet, people actually attending it and taking the class and learning um, how, to, how to do, I mean, not how to do it so much as why is it being done? What went wrong? How do we fix it kind of deal? Doesn't mean you're going to do the work yourself. It what may, but generally, it's probably not going to be exactly what it was you 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 thought it was going to be. So, hiring the right kind of person to do the to do the job is is critical, and education supplies the right part of it. You know, yes, I I, I know what I'm doing. Uh, here's not here's my certification, but you know, taking a lot of classes. Uh, uh, I, I understand I've, I've had to deal with this kind of problem X number of times before. And I've always found that explaining things to a customer rather than just doing it and say, oh, it's fixed, goes far longer 
as far as referrals <laughs> and 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 any other kind of uh, uh, service you may provide for them. It, it goes longer than somebody who says, says you know, here you go, it's fixed, it'll be 80 bucks or something, you know, and not tell the customer why you did it, um, what was causing the problem, and th- that kind of thing. So a lot of... I want to say intrinsic thing, but that, that's not really it. But there's there's too many variables. There you go. Involved in in using the education you get uh, and to to your benefit and to your customer's benefit too. Can't stress that enough. So I'm gonna finish raining for today. This one's a short one. I apologize. Um, so um, as always, um, looking over my clock. Uh, as always, if you have any questions or anything you want me to talk about uh, down the road, uh, please pop an email to talkingpools at gmail.com, and uh, it will get to me, and we'll see about adding them in down the road in the future. Uh, with that all being said, everybody have a fantastic week. Hopefully, the weather still stays nice next Thursday. Uh, and in the meantime, take care. Enjoy. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 